Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey ladies, and welcome back to the She Illuminates podcast. So today, let's talk about being created for this. So have you had those moments when you second guess your purpose, your calling, or quite not sure what does that mean? There, this could be a season where you're just walking in the unknown, or maybe God has given you clear clarity about what your purpose is, but you're not really sure what that looks like from a biblical standpoint. And ladies, I've been there in my faith journey, and there have been times where I've second-guessed myself or just felt stuck. But recently, I have had the opportunity to read the devotional created for this by Danielle Roberts, and it has truly have been a blessing to me. And the thing that I love about this book, even though the devotion was created for more Christian creatives and entrepreneurs, it has some great sound advice just for women overall about standing in God's truth and his word and learning to take those steps of faith day by day, whether you're in the thick of it, whether you're in a great season of abundance, but taking those steps of faith to truly walk out who God has created you to be. So today I want to Uh, Welcome Danielle Roberts on the show, and she's going to just share a little bit about herself and her family. So thanks, Danielle, for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Um, You wanted to know a little bit about my family. So uh, I have four kids. We have a seven, five, and just turned three today. Um, And then the littlest one is, let's see, eight months now. Um, my husband and I met in the military and we moved our family up to Wisconsin, um, after I got done serving in Hawaii and he works at a traditional nine to five and I am running my business from home, taking care of the littles at the same time. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. And it sounds like, you know, you're walking in your purpose. You have the little ones and taking care of the home ministry. And that's one of the great things that I love about connecting with other women of faith about how we're all just in it. You know, seasons of life may look a little bit different, but we're all just shining God's truth, whether that's in the home or in our communities or or in our careers. So speaking of career, you're also again, the author of the book created for this, but you're also a a coach and mentor for other Christian creatives. And so today I want to talk about your devotional. And, you know, you were created for helping women to dig deeper into God's word while they're growing in their faith and growing in their business. So just share a little bit with us today about why you decided to create this devotional and why it has a special place in your heart. Absolutely. I... So I started my business three and a half years ago. And one of the biggest things that I continued to see were all these different issues that women were needing support in. And of course, in a group that was not Christian, I couldn't always be like, well, this is what the Bible says about this. Um, 
And so I, I had all these things that were just burdened on my heart about what God wanted to share with his women and especially his women in the business place because women are becoming a large portion of small business owners. I think they actually outnumber men small business owners. And God continued to just show me like there's this thing that I'm going to have you do. And um, it wasn't until I went to a conference and I was listening to the speaker and she was talking about Proverbs 31. And she was talking about the Proverbs 31 woman who went out and she bought a field and she was doing her um, her knitting and just doing the things with her wool. And she was overseeing this vineyard and making sure that everything was good. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is an entrepreneur. She's a business owner. She's, um, you know, we put, we put the Proverbs 31 woman up on a pedestal or we feel like we have to be compared to her. And God really just showed me, this is not somebody to compare yourself to, but this is how I am inspiring you to be your best. Um, so that you don't feel condemned, but you feel empowered and encouraged. Um, and really just equipped because God gave her what she needed and she was able to earn money and use her money to help the poor, which I think is just a, all in all, just a huge example of everything that we can do as women. Like it doesn't have to be us running a business. Um, if you're not a business owner, it can be just taking your place as the, the leader in your home as either a single mom or if you and your husband uh, team lead your your family and you've got kids that you are shaping the next generation of America or the world. Um, so really just a lot of different things that God was really showing me. And it just kind of culminated in this devotional that uh, my friend ended up naming created for this because really it is something that we were created to do. God, like you said, equips us with everything that we need to do what he's called us to. And I'm glad that you brought up the point that the Proverbs 31 is not like a set example. I think it's more of just giving us a clear picture of what our calling is and all these different areas of life that God has called us to. And one of the things that I love about studying Proverbs 31 and how it's weaved throughout your devotional is that it it shows me that there are seasons where I may specifically be focused on entrepreneurship or business. Then there may be seasons where I'm just really planting seeds in my home or another season where I'm pouring out, whether that's cultivating relationships or helping those in need. But I think for most of us, we have to just take that time to meditate on Proverbs 31 and look at the overarching picture of we were created to do this. Like this is something that God has called us and equipped us to do. And even if you're in a season, you feel like, well, I'm lacking in a certain area. Well, then I I encourage you to just keep praying, seeking God and just along your faith journey, he will give you the tools um, necessarily to fulfill the role that he's called you to. But before we jump into more specifically about the Proverbs 31, I want to ask you, Danielle, um, because I know you've coached a lot of women and you've um, had some opportunity to just be in community with women who may struggle with, you know, using their faith and just leaning on God to know their purpose. So I wanted to chat about what do you think is one of the main areas they may struggle in or the obstacle they face when operating in their gift and knowing that they were created for this? 
I think that's going to be different for everybody. I would say, you know, we oftentimes look to the world and look to see what other people are doing. And I think it's so important to look to God and the Bible and ask, you know, what is it that you've given me? What are my skills? What are my talents? Where do I feel passion? And kind of looking at the intersect of, you know, the passion, the skills, the talent, and seeing where they meet. Um, And also allowing yourself to change and develop as you seek out those things, but then you find the answers. Because I know, so right now I'm doing accountability coaching, which is not what I was doing a year ago, which is not what I was doing five years or 10 years ago. But it's interesting to look back and see, I had just found a paper that people had written encouraging words on as I was done with my summer as a camp counselor. And every, well, not everybody, but most of the people put my gift of encouragement as as something that stood out to them or as something that was just very apparent. And so I looked back at that. That was 10 years ago. And I was like, okay, God, like, obviously you've given me these things. So when we really doubt, I think it's so good to reflect on the past, but also what we, we know that we are capable and able uh, to do. Um, And then kind of do some, some discovery. Like, what do we want to do in the future? What do we want to cultivate and what do we want to um, reflect on? And obviously you can go back to the Bible and say, um, you know, looking at the fruits of the spirit, like, yes, it's good to cultivate those, but I think there's other things and other giftings that God's given us that maybe aren't showing up in the Bible. Um, maybe you're really good at encouraging through social media. Uh, well, social media didn't exist in the Bible age, but you can say that this is what God has called me to, because it's looking back and saying, um, that my, my giftings of encouragement or, um, I'm blanking on the word that they use in the Bible, but, um, you know, I've, I'm seeing a pattern of life here. And then if we want to cultivate that more, we find a mentor or we find a coach that wants to help us grow in those areas. That is so good. And I like how you brought up the fact of taking that time for self-discovery um, and intersection. And I think that's one of the obstacles that we may face as women is that we're so busy in all of our roles and responsibilities that I think sometimes we we don't make time for us. You know, we think it's selfish or I could use this time or energy for somewhere else. But I, in my personal walk, I have used this last, what, eight eight months to just really start to learn who I am, self-care and self-love. That's kind of been my area of focus because I feel like taking that time to look at my gifts, my talents, my abilities, what I love, what I'm passionate about, um, those things that I desire to do in the future, those things help me to fully walk in what God has called me to do. But I have to take that time to self-examine, Um, to look at those areas that I may not be too good at, or maybe look at those things that are hindering me. What are those things on my plate that are keeping me from fully walking what God has already given me? Like he's given me the tools and the things that I can do right now, but sometimes there may be mindset issues. There could be some communication issues between spouses or friends or family members that's hindering you from fully walking in God. So 
I've learned to say, give myself permission to evolve. I chat about this in a, a previous um, podcast, but giving myself permission to evolve. Because like you said, Danielle, just a year ago, you didn't know you would be an accountability coach. You know, 10 years ago when you were a camp counselor, you had no idea God would have these things in this season that you're currently in, like how it is. You You never guessed it. But if we allow ourselves to look at our faith journey as permission to evolve in who God has created us to be, to embrace savoring those moments of learning to enjoy where we are, but also anticipating how he's going to navigate us without having such a strong grip on this is the way I wanted to do it. This is how I see it. And I think that was the takeaway that I got out of your devotional was that it was just reminding me that. Even in the season of life, even if things doesn't look the way that I think they should or feel, um, I still have to get in the presence of God. I still have to know that he is the one that created me and that all of those gifts, those talents and all of that goodness that he wants me to pour out into this world, they were given by him. But I also have to trust his will. I have to trust his timing. So having this devotional was key for me to wake up every day to get a daily burst of truth to remind me of these main areas that God has called me to to do. And it really just reminds me that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I think, Danielle, a lot of times we struggle with walking in our purposes because we want to get it. We want to obtain it like overnight. We want to already be doing it. And we miss out on savoring what is going on right now. But that's what we mm-hmm. have to activate our faith and trust that God is going to provide. He's going to give us everything that we need. But right now he's already put things on our plate. Um, And so we have to just trust him in the right now while having a heart of expectancy for what's to come in the future. And so I really appreciate you sharing those nuggets about, you know, looking at the intersections of life, you know, what you like, what you don't, what makes you, what brings you joy, what, what sets your heart on fire. And then also making that time for self-discovery. So Danielle, this leads me into, I want to talk about a couple of the days in your devotional that really stood out to me. And I just want to share a few little nuggets that how God has just really lit up my heart about some of the things I study and then just get your opinion about them. So in day three, um, I'm talking from, I guess, the point of the entrepreneur, because I find that I'm constantly growing stronger in my faith as an entrepreneur because it's not easy. You know, there's some days where it feels like you're taking 10 steps back versus moving forward. So this really encouraged me in my walk as an entrepreneur. But on day three, you talked about fearing the Lord. And Danielle, there are many days in my entrepreneur journey where I'm like, God, why is this not happening? Am I wasting my time? Is this really making an impact? And I start to, you know, these emotions and thoughts start to kind of just go all over the place, just running away. But your day three just reminded me that I have to submit to God's leading and be obedient to the direction that the Holy Spirit is taking me in. Even though God has called me to be an entrepreneur, I first have to align myself with him in order to align in my purpose. So if you'd like to share a little insight about how that how that magnifies in your own relationship with God and as an entrepreneur. How does fearing God be, as being the foundation of your business help you to stay focused and not get distracted and overwhelmed by what's going on? I think you picked one of the hardest days to talk about. <laughs> it took us 
this was one of the ones that I had a really hard time with because I was like, okay, God, like fear of the Lord. Like I could write a whole book on the fear of the Lord. Um, And really, honestly, I think you summed it up by just saying, you know, we need to follow after him first. Um, One of the things that came up, my brother goes to seminary. He's a seminary student and he's just finishing up. So he helped me kind of get the the Hebrew translation of a lot of the verses and also give the contextual outlying and kind of helped me just be that biblical, biblical basis. So when I say we, that's, that's the we I'm talking about, not my, I don't have multiple personalities that I know of. Um, But if, um, if we, if we think about the fear of the Lord and it kind of comes back to what were we created for initially Um, and ultimately what we were created for was to give glory to God and then to have a relationship with him. So that's kind of the big overarching, like, this is what we were meant to be doing. And then from there, the fear of the Lord is just, if, if I bring it into like a basics, I want to say that it's keeping him first and knowing that he is divine and he's ultimate and he is the one that we need to worry about first. Because if I'm um, honest, I would say a lot of times as a business owner, I want to use my skills and my talents and I want to run with them. And so I've had to be really, really mindful of the fact that God might give me ideas, but that doesn't mean that they're meant for right this minute. And so me fearing the Lord is saying, okay, God, like you are divine. You know what's happening. You know what's going to happen in the future and you know the present and you know where you're equipping me next. Um, So let me just follow you and fear you and you be the standard that I'm setting my business to. Um, The world is not my standard. The ability to do things because of what God has created me for is there. But God, you are the one that gave me that and you're the one that who is directing where I'm going. Um, and so it's really, really easy to kind of say, okay, this is this is like the big picture. This is where I want to be going. Let's do all the things all right now. And instead that has looked like most recently saying, okay, these things that are on my heart, yes, God put them there. But let's, instead of looking at what other people are doing that started at the same time in business that I did, hypothetically, um, I'm going to do things differently. And I'm going to say, God is my judge. God is the one who I need to worry about most. And let's look at him first before I look at everybody else. I can I can relate to that, Danielle. There are times where I call them my holy downloads and I get excited. And it's so easy <laughs> to take off because we're like, okay, this is going to be the thing that's going to make everything shift, you know, or I'm excited to utilize this idea to help, you know, my community. And it's so easy. And 
part of us say, God, I thank you for the blessing of being a creative and, you know, like really long in this stuff, but it does take discipline to really not get ahead of God. Um, And I like what you said about just taking time to know that he's sovereign and know that he's divine and that he has your best interest in mind. And so our jobs, you know, is to just slow down, you know, and enjoy what he's doing and allow him to unfold it all. Because as an entrepreneur, you know, it is easy to get caught up in what the world says, oh, this is the next thing you should utilize in your business or you should do this tactic. And you just find yourself just in the thick of things. And God is like, I didn't tell you to do that, you know? Um, so sometimes <laughs> yes. we have to back up and just be in prayer and just stay in his presence and seek God. You know, I really try to take all those ideas and just say, God, I'm laying them at your feet. And when you're ready, you will start to unfold and give me discernment and understanding about the next steps. But if I don't hear anything, it just simply means he's cast a vision. So I'm patiently waiting on him. And as he shows up, then I start to chase it with God. You know, I think we read that verse and say, chase it. Cause I've honestly, I've done that. I'm like, Oh God, you said chase it. So go, go now, you know, but I think that scripture really means stand in the presence of God and chase the vision as God unfolds it, you know, as you walk in alignment with him. Um, so I love the fact that you put that, um, that, topic in the devotion. The second topic that I really love in the area that I'm constantly working on is my money mindset, you know, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to being an entrepreneur. I'm going to tell you this right now, Danielle, there has been a moment in my business where I'll say, Lord, I want my business to be profitable. But then my, in the background, I'm questioning, you know, the need for money. I don't want people to think that I'm greedy or will this be something that, you know, messes up my relationship with God? Is Am I charging too much? Is this worth my, you know, is this worthy of all of this? Like having that money mindset of just constantly second guessing, you know, the value and what God wants me to do. So when you put in the devotion on day five about money matters, that was so on time. And I think I probably underlined and highlighted just about that whole section <laughs> because I needed to hear that truth. Um, and when we look at Proverbs 31, he says um, in one of the verses that, let me see if I can find it here. But it says in Proverbs 31 verses 18 through 20, it says she perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. And that just reminded me that this gift that God has given me, it is worthy. And it is worthy to be profitable because not only is it going to help support my family and help support the endeavors that I'm doing in my business, but it's it enables us to give. And you made that point that she makes a profit and then she's able to give. And I think a lot of times some entrepreneurs struggle when we talk about money because we have all of this stuff going on in our heads about money. Um, And so for me, I started to take a step back and ask, God, why do I want my business to be profitable? What does that look like for me and my family? Does that mean more room to pour into my family, more room to, you know, be a blessing to others, more room to 
continue to pour into what I'm doing and pour more into ladies. And so it really made me do the the mindset work to really honor what God has called me to do. And the great thing about it is founded on God's truth. This is not like a principle I just just grabbed out of the out of my mind and just say, hey, I'm gonna follow this. But this is God's word. And so if I'm gonna stand on God's truth and it says that my merchandise is profitable and that I'm gonna be willing to give and to serve those in need then I need to renew my mindset and my perspective that as a creative and as an entrepreneur, money does matter and I don't have to shy away from it. And the point that I want to ask you to give a little bit of advice on, you have here on this page, we must, we must not make more of the gift than the gift giver. And I think that's the key. We can't be about the blessing and forget about the blesser. So for in your point of view, have you struggled with the money mindset and how has that helped you to refocus on keeping God again at the forefront? You know, it's so funny listening to my words come back to me. <laughs> I, I, I am completely ministered through my own words because I, the Holy Spirit has such a way of giving you words when you're writing as um, devotional or, you know, something that's focused on him anyways. Um so in in the context of reshaping your money mindset, that's been a huge thing for me this year. Um, if you look at my own podcast, I've just had a podcast come out on how we can use our money uh, in missions um, to bless other people. And then I've also just had Felicia Kelly on who is a Christian money mindset coach. And um, so God is really just been speaking to me about this because, you know, we, we focus so much on money as a culture, um, as in entrepreneurial or as a small business culture, I think there's even more focus on there because we, <laughs> there's, there's like the enigma of five figures, six figures, seven figures, Ooh la la, like let's make all the figures. But when we when we start focusing on that money in the wrong mindset, um, it completely becomes a stumbling block. And there was a couple, let's see, I want to say a couple months ago, um, maybe towards the beginning of the year, when I was so focused on the money and I was like, okay, like, how is this gonna happen? Why? Why am I not making this much money? Or what if I create this offering? Is it going to bring money? Like, what is it? And so I had a couple friends and even my husband, they were like, Danielle, stop thinking about the money. Stop thinking about the money. Just focus on what God has given you. And so I had to be really intentional and say, okay, it's not about the money. Um, but knowing that God had given me gifts that were meant to be a blessing to other people. Um, and I think that's really true when it comes to both what we do in our businesses and um, what we can do with our money. Because when I was a missionary with YWAM, I relied on people's money to do the work that God had called me to do. And so I think that we are able to give so much more when we have profitable businesses, but we can't allow that block of like, oh, I can't make a profit because Christians aren't supposed to make money 
or money is the root of all evil, which is totally a misquoting, but it's the love of money. So when we start focusing on that love of money instead of loving God and doing what he's called us to do, that's really where we come into problems. Yes, the love of money. And it's definitely an area where we, like you said, we have to continue to check our motives. And that's been our, my thing is just checking your motives and your heart and just asking yourself when when the money conversation comes up, you just ask yourself the question, where is this coming from? You know, what, is, what are my motives behind it? Am I focused on the money or I'm focused on why God is calling me to it? And I know there's probably some listeners asking, okay, how do I get to that point? Well, we get to that point by constantly standing in the presence of God and studying his word specifically when it talks about money, because he shares a lot about money in the Bible. Um, and so we just have to stay in the presence of God so that he can prune, prune away at our hearts. Because you, like you said, the, the evilness of money comes from when your heart is governed by that. So we have to continue to do the purification of standing God's word as he shapes our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And so I love the fact how you just really pointed out that it's truly a blessing to be doing what we're doing and being profitable, not just for ourselves, but to be a blessing for others. And I love the how you weave in um, the questions after each day to give you like putting it into action and asking yourself those questions help you become aware of where you currently are and where you want to go. And so I enjoy kind of going through and looking at why does money scare me? Um, how do I feel about being empowered by money? Those questions really empowered me to take some time to really look at how to utilize the tool of money as a blessing as God has ordained it to be. And so the last day that I want to talk about real quickly is day 18. And I think this is good, not from those that are, because there may be listeners who, who are not entrepreneurs, but I think for in general, for women, when we talk about being creative for this and walking in our purpose, I think the biggest thing that we have to do and challenge ourselves is dare to succeed. And I'm all about being proactive and, you know, empowering women and just encouraging women to push themselves to go out into the unknown, to go out deeper and to be everything that God has created you to be. So this devotion was right on time for me. But the, the key nuggets that I like here is that we have to seek God and his wisdom and we have to faithfully work as the Lord and commit our plans to him. And so when we stay in the presence of God, he starts to give us more discernment. He starts to give us more clarity on everything that we're supposed to do. And in Colossians 3 and 23, it says we succeed when we faithfully work as the Lord. And I think that's the key thing is when we're looking at our purpose. Again, everything that we do points back to God. It gives glory to him. So even if God has called you to to be in the home ministry and tend to your kids. There are days where I'm like, Lord, I am tired of looking at dirty clothes. <laughs> but as I'm putting them in my washing machine, I'm like, God, I thank you that I have a washing machine. I thank you that I have the ability to put, provide clean clothes for my family because right now in this moment, this is what you created me to do. This is what you called me to do. And so I work faithfully as to the Lord. I don't I, I shift my mindset to not focus on I'm working for a person or a thing, but all that I do, Danielle, goes to God and it's the glory of God. And I just thank you for just taking the time to empower us to dare to go 
out into the deep, to dare to believe God, to have unwavering faith and trust that God will equip us and give us everything that we need. If only we will commit our works to him and then our plans will be established. That's what's said in Proverbs 16 and three. And so Danielle, how has pouring into this idea of just believing just believing without a shadow of a doubt that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Cause that's been my thing. Just trusting God right now where he's placed me. And so how has daring succeed help you to reshape your perspective and find peace in where you are right now? Honestly, I think it's an everyday thing because we are having to shift our mind. Like you said, you know, instead of grumbling and complaining and being like more laundry, um, Practicing gratitude is huge. And I think that's a great everyday step that we can do. Also focusing on uh, affirmations and saying, okay, like, God, this is this is where I'm at. This is what you've called me into, but help my heart believe what my mind knows or my mind to believe what my heart knows, whichever your, your blockage is there. Um, and then really being present, um, whether that's, I think there's two different things that God has taught me in this season, um, just to rest in him. And by resting, I'm talking about an active rest. So like not necessarily stopping doing everything, but, um, taking time to just focus on what God has called me to, And right now, um, that's definitely my family. And then my business, you know, my business will be there. My business has to come third, I should say, um, to my relationship with God and then to my family. And when we take that time to rest, when we actually dig in to almost a Sabbath rest, um, God provides And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn is that when we are in a restful atmosphere, when we are resting, if, if God calls us to put things on hold or, um, maybe not do a side hustle or just different things, God's going to provide everything that we need. Um, that's really been, been huge the last six months as I've been trying to get my feet back under me. Um, I had just gotten burnt out working with a client and I really needed to just focus on God and focus on my family. And so success and succeeding in, in what God had called me to was honestly stopping doing a lot of things. And you were talking earlier about not giving ourselves time to focus on ourselves and take care of ourselves. Well, that was definitely the time that God had given me to take care of myself and to focus on on him and our relationship and help me be a better wife and mom and, and Christ follower during that time. So I think it's going to be different for everybody, but um, I would say following, following God, but also following if people around you um, are kind of saying like, hey, you should do something or um, – go, you know, maybe it's, maybe succeeding is, is applying for a job that seems perfect, but you're too scared to do it. Well, talk to your cloud of witnesses, talk to the people around you who know you best. And if that seems like something that they 
really believe is a good direction, apply for that job that you are so doubtful of. You never know when God's going to surprise you and when you follow his leading into um, that next big step, what could happen. And so I think kind of figuring out what your own success is going to look like, what as, and I give a, a definition of success in the book where it's um, kind of following following Christ and following the leading that he's um, got for you, but also knowing that it's going to be different from what the world views as success. So um, there's, there's a couple different ways that you can, you can go with that. But um, when we are in that place where we're following after God and you're hearing from him and um, hearing from other godly people around you, um, obviously using discernment, um, you know, stepping out and being bold and being brave is a good thing. Like God didn't call us to a meek life in him. Um, people that he interacted with, they were bold and they were, uh, they definitely had fear, but they have a, they had a fear of the Lord over a fear of man and what could happen to them. So I think when we enter into a life of Christianity, we are we are called to a life of boldness and just striking out and saying, okay, God, like this is your success over the world's success and let's do this. Like let's go climb a mountain or, you know, let's take on the next big thing, whether that's parenting or relationship or commitment or whatever. Yes. And the key, like you said, just, you know, and if you don't feel bold or courageous, we can ask for it. You know, there are many days I pray for it. I say, God, give me boldness and courage to follow you, follow this leading as the Holy Spirit guides me in everything that you want me to do. And ladies that are listening who are scared, you know, because when you think about being creative for this, you're you're asking God to reveal your purpose, your calling, or you or you're second guessing where you are right now in this season of life. And the thing that Danielle and I most want to share with you today is just continue to follow the leading of God and just stay in his presence and seek him for direction. Because when we're in alignment with with him, he won't steer us wrong. Even if things around us doesn't look right or feel right, he is still at work. So right now, if you're not sure what you're doing, ask yourself, what was the last instruction he's giving you? And just tend to that and just continue to seek him in prayer and and boldly go after the things in prayer of what he's called you to do. And then in his perfect timing, he'll start to give you more clarity and more discernment. And then you will know when it's time to take those steps of faith. So, ladies, today, I just want to say you were created for this, whatever that 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 longing is in your heart, whatever that purpose or that calling that you kind of maybe tucked away or maybe just shine away from, or maybe you just need to be refreshed. Maybe you're walking in your purpose, but sometimes you have those moments when you question what has God has called you to do. Knowing, Know that he's equipped you and that in this season of life, he's going to provide you with all the tools, the resources, the partnerships, the people, everything that you need. But we have to make that time to get in his presence, to rest, to be still so that he can download, he can provide the direction and the clarity that we need. So Danielle, I just want to say thank you again for taking that step of faith to walk in your purpose. He called you to write this devotional and you are blessing so many through 
just that step of obedience. So Danielle, how can our listeners connect more with you and maybe grab a copy of the devotional? You can find the devotional at daniellemroberts.com forward slash created for this. And then they can also find my website at daniellemroberts.com. M for Marie for my middle name because Danielle Roberts was taken. And ladies, no worries. You can always catch the show notes and I will have links to both her website, the um, podcast, as well as her Instagram handle, because I do want you to go to check out her Instagram feed because she shares a lot of encouragement, some of the behind the scenes of what motherhood and life and being a entrepreneur looks like. So Danielle, thanks again for being on the show. And ladies, remember to keep shining God's truth and light and know that you are called to this, you are equipped and you were created for this. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com, where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends, and I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.